After several weeks of one high-scoring game after another, this week at Warner Park has been a bit more mellow, but the Omaha Storm Chasers have won just two of five games against the Louisville Bats on the back half of a two-week homestand. There's been some impressive fight of the Storm Chasers this week, starting from the series opener Tuesday, as Angelo Castellano played hero in Omaha's fourth walk-off win this season. Two on, two out. 0-2 to Castellano. Line the other way. The Chasers claimed a second victory over Louisville Wednesday to bring the club's winning streak to four games, Omaha's longest this season, as Jonathan Boland threw his first quality start of the year and held the bat scoreless over the first six innings, only allowing a single run on the seven. While the Storm Chasers have lost the last three, the team combined to score five runs in the ninth inning in the first two of those three and twice brought the winning run to the plate in the last three games. This week also saw the big league debut of Royals number 5 prospect Nick Lofton, who played 120 games over the past two seasons with Omaha. He was hitting 270 with the team-best 14 homers when he was called up to the show on Friday, and in his big league debut, went 2-for-3 with a walk and an RBI double for his first major league hit. This week's series with Louisville concludes Sunday at 2.05 Central with Southpaw Anthony Veneziano on the mound as Omaha chases a series split before the team hits the road Tuesday to open the first of seven games in six days against the Iowa Cups in Des Moines. At Warner Park in Papillion, Nebraska, for the Omaha Storm Chasers, I'm Nick Batters. It's another roller coaster ride in Springdale, Arkansas, with 14 games left in the regular season for the Northwest Arkansas Naturals. The stakes have been higher this week at Arvis Ballpark, with the Cardinals and Naturals jockeying for position in the North Division while trying to chase the first place Wichita Wind Surge, who have a three game lead over Springfield and a three and a half game lead over NWA. The Naturals took losses in the first two games on Tuesday and Wednesday before Noah Cameron and company won 8 to 4 on Thursday. Mason Barnett chucked another impressive start into the mix on Friday. On Saturday night, the Naturals came back late, but it was too little too late. Nine combined runs over the second and third innings doomed NWA despite Tyler Cropley going deep for the third time this season and Jorge Bonifacio hitting his 20th homer of the year in the ninth to make it a two-run game. It had a little bit of history attached to it as well. 0-2. Bonifacio lifts it deep to left field. At the wall, it's gone! 43 career home runs. Nobody in Naturals history, nobody that's put that jersey on has hit it out of the park more than El Boney. Bonifacio wasn't the only one to break a record, though. Dylan Shrum was hit by a pitch more than anyone in a single season in NWA history. Jacob Wallace has made 45 appearances this year, which ties the club record, and Tyler Tolbert has 10 triples, which ties the single season high, too. Records aside, the Naturals need to get back to 500 in the second half today with a 6.05 Central Time first pitch. To stay in the playoff hunt, Beckway gets the start in the series finale before NWA hits the road and plays on Monday with a 6.05 p.m. first pitch in Frisco to take on the Rough Riders in the final road trip of the regular season. At Arvis Ballpark with the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, I'm Sean Mernon. This season, the Quad Cities River Bandits have had little to no answer for the Peoria Chiefs, who have won just three of their 17 games against the Cardinals affiliate. However, two of those wins have come this week, both in walk-off extra-inning fashion. On Tuesday, it was Juan Carlos Negrete who played the hero, launching a game-winning two-run shot for his team-leading 19th of the season and his franchise-best 37th as a River Bandit. 
Last night's heroics were a bit different, but for a game that featured 23 combined walks and 16 combined hits, a wild finish was only fitting. Marrero's first pitch. Bounces over Rodriguez into the backstop. Quad Cities wins it. Gene Ramirez scampers home, and Quad Cities wins 9-8 on a walk-off wild pitch. Of course, that's how this game ends. In addition to the dramatic, there's been lots of consistent from Kale Emshoff, who is tied for the league lead with seven RBIs this week, and over the last month is reaching base at an even 400 clip. Shervin Newton also continues to dominate the box score and elevated his second half OPS to 875 with his 13th blast of the year as part of a three-hit game on Saturday. On the mound, Quad Cities has struggled with the free pass this week, walking 31 batters over five games, but did see the high-A debuts of Shane Panzini and Marcus Oliveres. Right-hander Ben Rareski has also earned a mention out of the bullpen after completing his seventh straight scoreless appearance on Friday and lowering his ERA to 281 with 31 strikeouts in just 16 innings. After concluding their final homestand of the year tonight, the River Bandits wrap up the season against South Bend next week. With the Quad Cities River Bandits, I'm Kyle Kirchival. The Fireflies can take their final home series of 2023 with a win today over the Delmarva Shorebirds, and it's all thanks to an explosive Saturday doubleheader where Columbia pummeled Delmarva. Columbia won 11-4 in Game 1, scoring six runs in the second to cruise to victory behind starter Felix Arande, who worked four and two-thirds innings with eight strikeouts and didn't give up an earned run in his Carolina League debut. Game 2, on the other hand, was a seesaw battle that saw eight lead changes before Brett Squires came to the plate. 7-7 seven seven in the bottom of the ninth. Veriguete throws. And it's Craig to right field! Lock it off, Brett Squires! A moonshot grand slam! It's out of here! 11-7! Columbia wins it on their second walk-off grand slam in club history! A no-doubter off the bat of Brett Squires! Columbia sweeps the doubleheader and eliminates Delmarva from the playoffs. There's the water cooler, and that's the ball game. After Squire's second Grand Slam of the week, Columbia outscored Delmarva 22-11 yesterday, and they currently have a 64-60 record with seven games remaining. With two more wins, the club can clinch its first above 500 finish in franchise history. Next week, Columbia travels to Myrtle Beach to meet up with the South Division first-half champion Pelicans. From Sagra Park in Columbia, I'm John Kosas.